Podcasting for Our Health with NHS Blood and Transplant in association with Bristol African Caribbean Expo and BCFM Radio, hosted by Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner, and broadcaster and producer Pat Hart. So, Primrose Granville, welcome to The Chase. Who would you like to compete against? I think I would like the Brainiac. I'm afraid, Primrose Granville, you have the Dark Destroyer, a.k.a. Sean Wallace. No, not him. He's going to make me look really bad. My name's Dr. Sean Wallace. I'm a practicing barrister. I have been for the last uh, 37 years. I'm a former mastermind champion, uh, and I'm currently the Dark Destroyer on ITV's Chase. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Podcasting for Our Health with me, Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner. And I think there's a dude here. <laughs> I haven't been called a dude for a long time. Yes, it's Patrick Hart. Prim, how are you? We're over halfway through on a Black History Month special. What have you got in store for us? Well, Patrick Hart, I'm going to play a game with you because I have none other than Sean the Dark Destroyer Wallace from The Chase. Now, isn't that something? Amazing. Prim, well, how come... Hang on, last time it was Levi Roots. This time... It's uh, Big Sean Wallace. Who are you going to come up with next time out the bag? Hey? Who knows? Maybe you, because <laughs> aren't you the most famous person I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. But let's get back to Sean. Why Sean Wallace, Prim? Because I've known him for a little while. He's quite an altruistic and philanthropic person. And I know that he has values and opinions around giving back that will really fit nicely into the ethos of the podcast. It's also Black History Month. I wanted someone who was comfortable talking about why we should be giving back to our communities during Black History Month. I also wanted somebody who actually was sensitive to the need for donation, both for organs and blood. And I wanted somebody who could beat me at a quiz. (laughs) <laughs> and he covered all four. To be, so to, why not have him? To be fair, Primrose, um, that could be anybody, anybody but you that could beat you in a quiz. Let's let, let's not be around the bush. That is true, isn't it, Pat? Now, yes. for anyone who's stumbled across podcasting for our health for the first time, you're listening to episode six, so you can rewind all the way back to episode one. Prim, in a nutshell, what is this podcast all about? So this month, Pat, this podcast is about donating blood, organs, whether it's after you've left this space or while you're alive, because you can donate while you're alive in very specific circumstances. So we explore that as well. So Pat, this one is about appealing to my communities, our communities, to get them to listen to someone who's very high profile. He doesn't like being called a celebrity, but he's very much that. But he prefers to be the giver, the community supporter. So he's the perfect person to come on the podcast for October, which is Black History Month. But we needed somebody who was out there. We're not forcing anyone to go give blood. We're not forcing anyone to actually become an organ donor. 
We're asking people nicely, could you be the person to save someone's life? Could you be the person to give someone like me a new lease on life? I'm coming up to my third anniversary. It's called my third kidneyversary. Could you be the person to save someone who was suffering like me? I may one day need a kidney again because I'm not guaranteed this one is going to last forever. And I would like to get one quickly again. Six months and one day is a miracle. I wouldn't mind a second miracle. But forget about me. There are thousands of people out there waiting. There are 15,000 people living with sickle cell disorder who are literally dying for blood, the right blood. Then there are other people who need blood transfusions, mothers who lose blood during the birthing process, people who have been injured and need blood, people who are having surgery in hospital. Lots of people out there need blood. We're talking thousands. One person can impact three lives and save up to six babies and children. My message is simply this. We talk about Black History Month. We talk about Black Lives Matter. Shouldn't we really be thinking about how we save each other? Podcasting for our health with NHS Blood and Transplant in association with Bristol African Caribbean Expo and BCFM Radio. Hosted by Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner and broadcaster and producer, Pat Hart. My name's Dr. Sean Wallace. I'm a practicing barrister. I have been for the last uh, 37 years. I'm a former mastermind champion uh, and I'm currently the Dark Destroyer on ITV's Chase. I know that you do give a lot back to society um, in terms of your altruistic, uh, philanthropic ways. Tell me, how important is it to you as someone who is very much a celebrity and a high-profile member of African-Caribbean community, and in, in this case, you are of Jamaican heritage, how important is it? For you, for me, it's very, very important. Uh, I've always said that with fame comes responsibility. And, uh, you know, I want to actually use uh, my fame, as you say, in a sort of uh, altruistic way uh, to try and inspire and help uh, people of my colour and community uh, and people who basically need inspiration. So I think it's very, very important for me to actually use my fame in that way. In terms of giving back, can you tell us some of the things that you do give back to? Well, I like to actually go into schools, colleges, and sometimes prisons to actually, you know, talk about my life experience and my life career. I wrote an autobiography called uh, Chasing a Dream, which was published uh, three years ago. And I want people to realize that in relation to my own journey, that was fraught with difficulties and setbacks. And I think it's important that uh, I tell that uh, story to people so that they can realize that uh, no matter what struggles or difficulties they may have in their lifetimes, it doesn't automatically mean that uh, your future's behind you. So that's one of the principal reasons why I wrote the book, uh, to try and basically inspire people to achieve and reach their own dreams and ambitions. And I remember when you wrote that book, you actually wrote that book around about the time of my own kidney transplant. And uh, I remember the morning after my transplant, going on the phone and, and calling my producer to, to firm up your interview because yeah. it, it had to happen. Tell me some of the things that people should take from the book when they read it. What people really should take from it is that uh, never, ever give up on your dreams and ambitions, especially when you do have setbacks. Because sometimes when you do have setbacks, although at the time you suffer them, they are a crushing blow, a crushing disappointment. And you feel that whatever dreams and your ambitions uh, that you were trying to achieve for yourself has come to an abrupt halt. And that's far from the truth. You know, sometimes you've got sort of setbacks and basically... Uh, realize that uh, the way the path I was taking probably wasn't uh, the right way I was taking that particular path. And sometimes you do need the support and help of others. 
uh, to actually help you on your journey. But ultimately, you've got to want to be able to take those steps yourselves because it's all about your inner belief, your inner desire to actually try and achieve your life's ambitions. And yes, you know, you may have support and much needed support to help you get to where you're going to get to. So that's what I think people uh, who've read my book, uh, that's the message that they've taken away from it. Absolutely. Now, Sean, we are on a podcast talking about our health. And this is an NHSBT podcast, and they're all about blood and organ donation. Now, I would like to hear your views on blood and organ donation, both of them, please. Well, my views are are quite clear, actually. Uh, Everybody knows that there is a a chronic shortage uh, of uh, organs for people who need much-needed transplants in terms of various, which uh, could ultimately save their life. And whilst it's not for me to actually dictate or say to people that you must do so, because obviously it's a matter of choice, uh, I think as a personal choice and for the benefit of the community at large, that people should consider you know, donating their organs after their death, but equally important uh, during their lives to actually give blood to try and help uh, people, especially in relation to uh, hospital uh, operations, where sometimes blood is absolutely vital uh, in order to actually save the patient's life. So, you know, for me, I think it's very, very important to actually support such an initiative, whilst not trying to preach or impose uh, on people. But my message to people would be this, uh, that, uh, you know, it's something you should really consider uh, in terms of uh, donating your organs after you've died and to give blood to actually help, uh, you know, raise the levels of the blood banks, so, which are, do suffer a chronic shortage. And for me, it's important, as I say, for the benefit of the community and for the benefit of people who desperately need them to actually support that initiative. Last month was Sickle Cell Awareness Month and, and this mm-hmm. month is Black History Month. NHS Blood and yeah. Transplant started a blood donation campaign in association with the likes of African Caribbean Leukemia Trust, ACLT, On Sickle Cells UK, Sickle Can. And they have gone around the country hosting these special donation sessions. Now, first question, do you donate blood yourself? One. Yes, I have donated blood in the past, yes, absolutely. And two, what would you say to somebody who doesn't think they should donate blood? Are we going to talk about blood first? I don't know if you have any personal experiences yourself of anyone living with sickle cell disorder, but what would you say to somebody who says, I don't want to give blood, I don't think I should give blood, they need to get it from somewhere else or or something like that? It's sad when people do take that viewpoint. As I say, it's not for me uh, to try and force anybody to actually give blood. Uh, But, you know, what I do try to explain to them, you know, giving a pint of blood is not life threat to you, but to basically say that, uh, you know, by giving that blood in that way, you are really uh, helping to save a life. And that's what people should really consider in terms of having an altruistic attitude in in relation to thinking what they can do in terms of making a positive contribution to people's health, as opposed to having a sort of uh, of tunnel vision there in uh, insulin sort of sadly, a selfish view in relation to that. Whilst, as I say, and I must stress this point, uh, it's not for me to basically um, force anybody to actually do anything because we do live in a free and democratic party where you can actually make the change. But I would urge people to actually think uh, of the positive aspects of making such a donation because, as I say, it does help save a life. I'm Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner, podcasting for our health. I didn't set out to do this. However, 
I am the daughter and sister of transplant recipients. I'm the mother of someone who may one day need a transplant. And I am a transplant recipient myself. Hi, I'm Pat Hart, a broadcaster of mostly South Asian background. And I'm partnering with Primrose to produce this series of podcasts. And in terms of organ donation, that is even harder than donating blood. Yeah, that, that is even harder. Uh, you know, I signed up for the initiative in relation to donating my organs to my death. And again, people for, you know, religious reasons, you know, I understand their position. Uh, and again, it's a question of basically saying to people, think of what you're doing, think of the gift that you're leaving behind in relation to uh, your passing, that you are trying to prolong and save a life. And, you know, it's for people to actually look in their own countries and, and to basically look at the situation in terms of the pros and cons. You know, the one thing you can't do when you sadly pass from this mortal core is to take your possessions with you, and that includes uh, your bodily possessions. But if you realise that, you know, by sort of making that donation and making that decision to actually use your organ and prolong a life, then, as I say, you are leaving a fantastic gift and a fantastic legacy. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you actually said the word legacy because that, that takes me on to the next question. A lot of people will argue, Sean, that there are historical reasons why they don't give blood and they don't donate their organs and lots of Probably things. for religious reasons, principally sometimes. And as I say, that is the hardest thing to try and persuade people in relation to, you know, entrenched beliefs, you know, traditional beliefs that, uh, you know, when we pass into the afterlife that, uh, you know, we're supposed to have all our organs intact. I mean, we never know what's going to happen uh, when we get to the other side. But I'd like to think that... Uh, the man upstairs, uh, who I always refer to uh, as uh, the Lord Almighty, will basically smile upon us if we basically are trying to actually uh, leave a legacy in the world we leave behind in terms of trying to save a life. That's the way I view things. And what about the histories? You know, people often quote the Henrietta Lacks justice, the Tuskegee trials, uh, lots of yeah, injustices. That's totally understandable because especially in relation to our black community, you know, we have suffered at the hands of uh, being oppressed and also being used as experiments uh, in relation to further so-called medical research and science, uh, which, as I say, has been proven to be uh, you know, horribly wrong. And we can obviously understand by looking back uh, to those episodes that those are lessons uh, that uh, we don't want repeated. But, you know, it's important to actually understand the past in order to try and make sense of the present, I say. But you shouldn't use the past as a means of trying to prevent us as a community and as a society generally from basically trying to help other people. I spend a lot of time with people who are on waiting lists, waiting for organs, people who have sickle cell disorder, and they say the same things as yourself. Recently, I helped to facilitate a blood donation session in Bristol. Mm -hmm. And I remember mm -hmm. actually shedding a little tear as I stood at the door and I saw five of the chairs occupied by young black males. And mm -hmm. I thought to myself, why can't we have this every day? Do you think there's a disparity of thought in the younger black generation and the older black generation? And how can we address that? There is. You know, we're seeing that in relation to the uptake so far as the COVID-19 vaccine is concerned. We, we can see that sort of a disconnect between the younger generation who basically do adopt this so-called anti-vaccine stance, you know, are basically, you know, are not interested in trying to, you know, take such a vaccine. I can only repeat what I've said before. You know, we do live in a society uh, whereby everybody has a freedom of choice. 
But it's important that when people are putting the pros and cons, uh, that we don't actually put out sort of uh, false disinformation, basically uh, prevents people from actually considering the options and considering the options on either side before making a firm and committed choice. As I say, that's the only way we can actually uh, try and raise the profile of uh, blood and organ donations and awareness and the importance of it by basically putting the uh, reasons for and accepting that, you know, people do have the freedom of choice, but, you know, urging people to make that important choice in favour of uh, blood donation or organ donation and uh, anything in relation to uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. That's an amazing answer there, Sean. Organ donation in some situations can be done as a living donor. So you can give one of your kidneys. Yes, you can. And in some situations, a part of your liver, it it happens and it does save lives, especially if the the transplantee or the person waiting is a child. What would you say if you knew of someone who needed, let's go with kidney, and you were able, you were a match what would you say to that person? I know that so far as the fact that you know people can survive and thrive without the use of both of their kidneys. If it came to a situation whereby I could donate my kidney to save somebody's life, I wouldn't hesitate in so doing. And as long as people are, are aware and are made aware in relation to the fact that by you making that ultimate sacrifice, that ultimate altruistic sacrifice, that it's not life threatening to you. And again, explain the benefits as to why it's important for you to do that because of the fact that you are that perfect match in relation to the person who they hope that you donate your kidney to uh, then again as long as uh, the person ultimately making the decision has explained before him or her uh, the pros the cons uh, ultimately told that it's an important decision that they are making and explained to them why is making uh, that decision is so important then i think that is an important message to actually try uh, and uh, put across to people I recently encountered the statement, and we are in Black History Month, and I think it's an important statement to explore. If black lives matter, we should be saving each other. I know it sounds a bit repetitive for you, but what do you think of that statement and how would you answer that? Well, you know, the whole reason why the Black Lives Matter campaign is concerned is in order to actually uh, ensure that black equality and black justice in an equal society uh, applies to people of colour. And if the Black Lives Matter campaign uh, also involves trying to promote the fact that, that, you know, giving blood will help alleviate the sickle cell problems, will help in terms of our own community who, uh, as I say, do suffer uh, from uh, problems in relation to the lack of kidneys and lack of other important organ- uh, organs. Again, I think that the Black Lives Matter campaign should also make it clear that uh, it's important that we as a black community, we want to be so cohesive and united and trying to help fellow black citizens, male or female, that they should have an altruistic attitude in order to actually keep our community alive and thriving. All about altruism and changing the mindset for you. Yes, it is. Not forcing the mindset, changing the mindset. Podcasting for our health with NHS Blood and Transplant in association with Bristol African Caribbean Expo and BCFM Radio. Hosted by Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner and broadcaster and producer Pat Hart. Wow, Prim. Inspirational. It really, really was. And, and, and what I loved the most was the conversation around Black Lives Matter, the conversation, the fact that Sean actually is a blood donor. Sean is on the register. There are so many people often that talk about what we should and shouldn't do, but um, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Sean does all of those, doesn't he? He certainly does. And he would also give a kidney if he needed to. That's not easy for someone in his position to say. 
but he said it because he means it. And here is this one individual standing up for his community. He's literally standing up for his community. I give blood. I'm on the organ donation register. I would give a kidney to someone if I could and they needed it to save their life. Those are three massive, life-changing pledges that someone is willing to make. We're not asking everyone to be a Sean. We're asking members of African and Caribbean backgrounds to think a little bit differently. Could you possibly be just a snippet of what Sean is and save a life? Could you possibly do that? When we watch programmes like The Chase, what I would like is when we see people like the Dark Destroyer, Sean Wallace, I, want actually, I actually want us to think about who he is, not just this super intelligent guy, right, um, that stops everybody winning 20,000 pounds, but actually, guess what? He gives blood. Guess what? He's on the organ donation register. Guess what? If he needed to, he would give a kidney. To me... Um, that is far more impressive than getting 25 questions right, even though that's impressive in itself, right? He's an amazing he's an amazing guy on there. But the fact that he does all those things as well, wouldn't it be great if when we saw him on the television, one of the things that would be synonymous with the Dark Destroyer and Sean Wallace is he gives blood, he's on the organ donor register, and yes, he'd be a live kidney donor. Wouldn't that encourage so many more of us if we thought of him that way, Prim? It definitely would. And we do hope that this podcast does exactly that. So, Pat, this is podcast six. We still have podcast seven, eight, nine and ten to go. (laughs) And I feel like I'm having a party now. (laughs) So who is coming to party number seven, Primrose? So number seven, we will be talking to a renal specialist called a nephrologist and they look after the kidneys. We'll also hear a patient story. We'll talk to someone who is waiting for an organ. Amazing. And if you're listening to this for the first time or indeed you've listened to all five and this is number six for you, make sure that you like, you subscribe and you share our podcasting for our health channel so that others can get the benefit of Primrose's wisdom. That's it for this time. We'll see you all again soon. Thank you. Podcasting for our health with NHS Blood and Transplant in association with Bristol African Caribbean Expo and BCFM Radio. Hosted by Primrose Granville, the accidental campaigner and broadcaster and producer Pat Hart.